0: Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI TV. I'm Alex Smythe. This week's edition of McLean's Magazine on AMI Audio features a couple of articles about housing issues in two Canadian cities. Don Dickinson has the details because she is the content curator of the show for AMI Audio. Hello, Don. Good morning.
1: Good morning,
0: Alex. So your first article is titled, My Life in a Tiny Home Community by Nadine Green. It talks about a community of tiny houses in Kitchener, Ontario, which is overseen by an organization called a Better Tent City. The group empowers its residents by offering them privacy, independence, and stability within the safety of their own home. So Don, what is a tiny home community?
1: Well, uh, it's this is not to be confused with the uh, tiny houses that people build and the, that spend a great deal of money on because some of the tiny houses can run upwards of one hundred and fifty thousand odd. No, this is actually um, a community of uh, dwellings, okay? And usually uh, they're no more than ten, eight by ten or eight by twelve. And they're uh, built for individuals who are, you know, having a rough time when it comes to finding housing. And um, they usually accommodate like a bed, a dresser, a TV, a couch. Uh, Some have washroom facilities, but most of the time uh, they're shared facilities exterior to the house itself.
0: And so, as I mentioned at the top, this, this article is uh, told and written by Nadine Green. Like, how did she uh, become unhoused?
1: Yeah, well, it's a, definitely a very emotional story because it, it is in the first person. Uh, you know, she talks about the fact that uh, she moved from Jamaica to Canada nearly 40 years ago. And she says, oh, and that was at 16, by the way. And she says, quote, My parents divorced and I had to go with my mother and her new husband to Cambridge, Ontario, leaving my father behind. I didn't want to leave my home, the salty air and the year-round sun. I moved out of my family's house in high school. I didn't want to be on my own at all, but families can be complicated at 16. I spent my later years hiding the fact that I was homeless. I went to school and played sports, but then at night she would have to find accommodations in like empty lobbies and and any place at all that she could find to to sleep. So uh, it was a tough go. And so, what ended
0: up coming from this is, and what this article really profiles is the, the the program, a better tent city. So, how did that program and and that organization begin?
1: Well, there was a gentleman by the name of Ron Doyle, and he owned a massive uh, convention center in Kitchener called Lot Forty Two. Uh, Ron had lots of business ventures, including all kinds of uh, wedding venues and whatnot. And he had read an article article about Nadine and had heard about what um, she had been doing to try to help her friends who were, in fact, uh, you know, in the same condition she was in. Um, And he was very interested. So what he did was he offered this facility uh, as a way of... Um, helping out people uh, obviously a great uh, philanthropist and uh, and then things developed from there
0: and so like once it, what are the kind of the costs that were involved in setting up this project and in, in providing housing for those in need
1: well the initial cost as I said was um, a bit uh, steep because uh, they had to um actually bring in these various uh, um, uh homes um they were able to bring in 12 cabins with insulation and as i said beds in them at a cost of approximately $35,000 and then the shower and laundry facilities that followed cost about another $30,000 to install but really alex when you think about it i mean uh 65,000 compared to you know the programs that 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 the government has to finance that that really was quite economical to be able to set all this up for these people
0: yeah, and it's just having a space where people can feel safe, secure. They can have that independence and insecurity. You know, uh, in in the article, and Dean talks about the the idea of just having a door with a lock on it, and and yes. what that that means and the difference and impact that can have. So, we're, I we're starting to see more of these types of programs initiatives, and in cooperation not only with independent organizations but with different levels of government as using this as a solution to combat homelessness and and the the housing crisis so it's a really positive um kind of program and hopefully this continues elsewhere in in the country so Don, thank you for bringing this article forward. You also had another one that is related still to housing, and this is connected to our daily poll for today, because this article is called Sharing a Ottawa Couples Spare Bedroom by Alana Denise Chua. And the article considers the experience of a 20-year-old international student who moved from Nigeria to Canada three years ago and he uses the house he he got involved with the house sharing through the program called Sparrow so can you tell us about Sparrow and how it works because I've never heard of Sparrow before Don.
1: Uh, well you know Alex I had neither, and I thought after I read the article, I thought, oh my god, what a great program! Sparrow uh, basically is an online platform that connects homeowners with spare bedrooms, and renters looking for affordable and safe housing. So uh, that's how this particular uh, individual met up with the couple that he was sharing with. Uh, he's a, a 20-year-old, and he had moved from Nigeria, international student to Canada three years ago to study computer science at. Charlton University in Ottawa. And uh, and then he uh, decided uh, to change programs and whatnot. But eventually he met up with Judith and Peter.
0: And so um, the 20-year-old student, uh, his name is Goodness Ade, and uh, he's the student being referenced within the article and everything. But is this his first experience with home sharing?
1: Uh, well, no, it wasn't, actually. He had lived um, in a situation where he was home sharing. He was paying about nine nine uh, hundred $975 a month, which included his meals cooked by the landlord. Um, but he said uh, he, he found it um, a bit disconcerting because he said his previous landlord kept to himself very much so, uh, which is not a bad thing, he said, but not knowing... Uh, who you're living with is kind of a bit weird, and he said he, f- he found it, um, you know, not to his liking, the fact that, that, that you know, he was uh, uh, feeling a bit isolated, which changed completely when he got into this new uh, sharing, because he said Peter and Judith are just these, this wonderful couple, and they kind of include him in much of their activities
0: well and um you so you you mentioned uh, Peter and Judith, like what drew them into the program sparrow
1: well, you know very um very uh, common um, in that they retired last year. Uh, and of course, their income went down, right? Uh, and uh, Judith said that uh, my husband and I still had a mortgage to pay off. And in fact, we've had eight mortgage rate increases since I retired. And of course, we all know that with the, the bank increases, uh, the price of food have gone up, the price of gas had gone up significantly. So they were fi- uh, feeling the uh, pinch, uh, you know, um, it was a financial incentive to open up our home to lodgers, and uh, we decided that we were going to go with uh, this program that Sparrow offered. So really, it worked out for both of them, you know. I mean, they, they're an older couple, as I say, a retired couple, and they were looking for, for more income. And, um, you know, uh, Goodness was obviously looking for somebody, you know, to accommodate his uh, uh, housing needs, and uh, it worked out really well.
0: Uh, yeah it seems like it's such a positive experience uh for for both sides in this obviously you know there can be uh, good experiences there can be bad ones uh Don I've kind of posed a uh the daily poll question to be similar to um kind of this uh based on this topic about comfort levels around renting a a room in someone's home through an online platform I'm curious for you would you how comfortable are you? A renting a room, but also you know renting out a room to someone through an online platform.
1: Um. Well, I don't know if I would say I would be comfortable, Alex. You know, I think it depend. It depends on the program. Like really, um, when you. Uh, when you have a program that gives you all the details, that would probably make the difference, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to know who was coming in, uh, and you'd have to know their their background. And basically, if you're combati- compatible, because what you don't want to do is have somebody come in and uh, not be compatible, <laughs> obviously, right? Because then, uh, you know, but I do have friends, believe it or not, um, two, actually, that, um that have shared uh, their homes with students mm-hmm. and it's worked out quite well for them.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, and I, I think it really comes down to it. It's a vetting process, it, it's that compatibility between the rentee and and the, the homeowners or the renters, uh, uh, so to speak. Um, if if that compatibility is there, like it is with uh, Judith, Peter, and uh, goodness, then you can have a really positive experience. So I'm glad to hear there's there's some positive experiences in 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 your your circle as well. Don Don, thank you so much for for bringing these two articles uh, forward. Have yourself a wonderful day.
1: Thanks, Alex. Bye bye.
0: Bye, that was Dawn Dickinson. She is the uh, content curator for McLean's Magazine on AMI-audio. And you can catch McLean's Magazine weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio. And to continue this conversation all around Sparrow, I want to welcome back in Elizabeth Moeller, because Elizabeth, you've had firsthand experience using this Sparrow platform that Dawn referenced. So I want to find out what was your experience like?
2: yeah i have my experience was very positive like i alluded to in the first uh segment i really did my research so you know just to set some context um i live in toronto but i'm a student at western and i needed to be in london a couple of nights a week for coursework and i didn't want to spend money on a hotel that would get very expensive very quickly so i started looking around and one of the things that caught my attention right off the hop with sparrow was on their website they basically say. We welcome all types of people into our community, whether you have a disability, whether you're um, from the 2SLGBTQ community, We also will not tolerate discrimination on either end. And if you experience it, please let us know. And I realized that those can just sometimes be words. But right away, I thought, okay, this is a good start for me. I'm feeling safe. So I started the process. Um, It's a matching process. You build a profile and it's a member profile and and you get matched. And I was very clear that I was a student. Um, I also had a conversation with a Sparrow staff member who is lovely. And I actually talked about, you know, should I put in my profile that I have sight loss? um i want to be transparent with homeowners they were lovely and gave me some guidance obviously it was up to me um i didn't i I just shared that i was a student i talked about the fact i wasn't looking for a a full-time place and i got a a couple of matches but one right away really resonated with me and we had a, a phone chat i was really diligent like i mentioned earlier about research and i did share that i was uh somebody living with sight loss um and that i was looking for something a couple of nights a week which was perfect for her um she was very accommodating I also did a, a zoom sort of walkthrough of her, her home with a sighted friend of mine kind of describing what they were seeing. So just putting in some building in some safety precautions right off the hop, right? So other friends know I'm renting. Uh, she knows I have other people sort of with eyes on the situation. Um, it's a chance for me to get to know her in a second setting. And then, you know, eventually we chatted and we we decided it was going to be a go. Um, the experience for me was great in terms of, you know, I was there a couple of nights a week, I, I only used the kitchen for sort of tea and coffee because I have a meal plan when I'm at school which I think made her feel a little bit better again about the the site uh, issue although she was uh, and is lovely um, and I what I would say again is that there was always opportunities with, to check in with Sparrow if there was problems um, but overall very positive I felt very safe I felt very supported by the Sparrow community of staff and I really like the the profile member matching so you can really kind of hone in on what you want and what the other person wants
0: yeah it seems like this is a completely different experience from like an airbnb or verbal yes where it's really just comes down to okay you find a room you select oh yep. there's some um, some ratings yep. it seems like it's a lot more tailored absolutely there's a lot more process you you can engage with beyond just you know being precautious yourself but there's it seems to be a lot more open understanding and it seems almost like there's more betting on on the sparrow side of things is that would that be accurate
2: yeah, I mean, I haven't used a ton of the other platforms. So I, you know, I, I I, will proceed with caution here, but what I will say is I wanted a consistent place to stay. I didn't want to be couch hopping um, every every week. Like I had to be in London in the beginning of my, my doctoral studies for coursework every week. And I, I didn't want an added stress of where am I sleeping tonight? So what I like about Sparrow is, is you could have that, can build that consistent relationship. And what I liked is again, with the member matching, she wasn't looking for something long-term either. She wanted something for us, well, a semester in our case um she was needing a bit of extra cash to travel um she liked the fact i wasn't there all the time um not because it was me just that's not what she Sometimes was looking she's... for so yeah. you know just to, but yeah to your point i think there is and i don't know if it's because they're newer or if they're trying to fill sort of a niche need like sparrow is longer term i think um but i I think what I appreciated, like I said earlier, was just this welcoming sense. And I, I, like I said, I recognize it can be words on a website, but every step of the way, I felt supported, and um, like the vetting was was done with some diligence.
0: Yeah, I, I think based on just chatting with you, Elizabeth, and, and the article that Don presented, I'm going to have to check out Sparrow check to see out. what it what it's all about. So, thank you so much for adding some more context to to the platform, and uh, we'll check in with you a bit later in the show. Absolutely. Okay, that was Elizabeth Moeller. And coming up after the break, it's been a busy year in the comedy space. Comedian Nick Thielen reviews his top three picks for comedy specials of the year. You're watching Now with Dave Brown on AMI.